Hey, it's Paul Purnell here from the RPG Empire. So I have a couple of quick announcements, really quick, hopefully. Uh, first of all, we absolutely adore you. We think you are amazing, and we really are so thankful that you listen to our podcast and that you're a part of our community. And that said, we want to invite you to our uh, Discord server where you can communicate with us, you can ask questions about the stories, you can submit your own fan art, and we can all go like, oh my god, I can't believe they made it look so cool, or whatever we say. And then also, uh, you can, you know, ask questions about running games and how that all works. So definitely hop on over there and join the community more uh, actively. We would love to have you. Um, also, the best thing you can do to support the RPG Empire, besides sending us fat stacks of cash, which we'll always accept, you know, envelopes, you can just address it right to me, um, <laughs> is uh, if you tell a friend. So 100% the best way for a podcast to grow is for people to hear about it from people they trust like you. So I know you have at least one friend. And tomorrow, I want you to go and tell them about this podcast that you're listening to right now that you love so that we can continue to grow and uh, and just really grow as a community. So that's your mission. Uh, and the final last thing to, to just request and say is if you want to support the RPG Empire with actual dollars, the best way you can do that right now is to buy our book, The Dust World RPG PBTA Quick Start Guide. It's five bucks. It's in our uh, shop on therpgempire.com. It's a super light read. It's 30 pages of fantastic layout, great art, and it teaches you everything you need to know to play a Powered by the Apocalypse game if you've never done that. Uh, maybe not everything you know. It It's brief. It's a quick start guide. But uh, it also comes with the playbooks and all the reference sheets. So we would love for you to do that and then hop in the Discord and tell us what, what you like about it, what you don't like about it. We're going to continue to uh, work on that until it's completely done. It should be around 300 pages, include a bunch of awesome manga art because we're really inspired by manga and anime. And uh, that's about it. So uh, those three things, again, were join the Discord to tell a friend, or buy the Dust World book, or do all three. We really appreciate that you listen to the podcast and that you're part of our community, and we can't wait to talk to you more in the Discord. So with all of that said, I'm going to let you get back to the show. Have a good day. Previously on Dust World. Kevin, uh, what are you going to say to them? Are you going to try and convince them not to kill you or anything? Please don't kill me. <laughs> hey, you stab them, I'll kill them. Fair enough. So I disintegrate one of my dust plates and pull out Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo! Get some action, boys! Gage like reaches up and does like a hand motion. Mir was on top of the thing, pounding it. <laughs> and all of a sudden, it just disintegrates underneath him into just dust, and he comes falling into the room and basically filled most of it. Hi, could I not be right where he slints? They're some sort of technology, like weird pod things. Guys, there's some really weird stuff over here. The Lear's, like half of Lear's body, or like 80% of Lear's body just like can't hold its shape anymore. Okay, and so as this is happening, uh, Copybot picks up Stuart's head and he runs off down the hallway. I got my tangle grenade, so I'm gonna toss it on him and run away. 
Hello, I'm Paul Parnell, the DM of Dust World, an actual play podcast where we play an anime-flavored post-apocalyptic sci-fi western game in the vein of Trigun or Fallout. In this game, we will be creating a story together. Play the intro. Now we follow our heroes, Gage Thane, a dust-casting, sword-wielding monk from the mountains of Black Earth. Clarence Wales, the telepathic child runaway whose mind is strong enough to bring grown men to their knees. Kevin Wolfkin, the sharp-shooting, foul-mouthed, fox-faced hunter from a hidden village of werewolves. And Wedge, the indestructible cyborg brawler. Let's see what becomes of them in Dust World. So just that kind of squirminess, though. If they could see my face right now, it's just... It's a gross face. He's making a face that looks really gross. Okay, this cube takes a liking to Copybot. This cube follows Gage. Okay, this zombie, I mean, it's basically dead. This zombie is going to go after affectionately. Biggs' turn. Biggs carefully jumps over the gross piles of Lear. Actually, let's say that Lear now fits inside of that, uh, that hole. Just the pile of Lear. The Lear pile. Um, (laughs) And Biggs is like, goes over to affectionately, are you okay? And he's like, kind of helping him up. He's like, yeah, I think I'm okay. I feel really weird. How do you feel? Biggs is like, I feel Street Fighter. This is what I want to believe in. I guess. (laughs) Great. Where are we exactly? Uh, in a bunker or something. Um, why were you inside of a giant bandage monster? What are you talking about? The last thing I remember, I was at a fight, and then I was on a treasure hunt, and then I found these really sweet bandages. They're like these, uh, they're smart bandages, right? They're supposed to like wrap around you and like heal your wounds and stuff. And I mean, I'm always getting wounded, so I figured these things would be sweet. And that's the last thing I remember is putting those things on. So affectionately no, but has like no, falls just a presence around him that when you get close, you can feel the palpable energy in his body. Whoa. And what happens is when these, uh, when they found him, they've been like living off of rats and things because they need energy to survive, to stay alive. And so when they went on him, they just, it was like they had an infinite source of energy so they could multiply like as much as they wanted, then that's how they became Lear. And Lear actually means empty. Okay, so Biggs is like helping Lee. It's like, oh, thank you so much for your help. Um, Wolfgang, you're up. I swear to God, I go to sleep, there's zombies. I wake up, there's zombies. What's with all the damn zombies? Let's get lost. Start plowing through the zombies. Nice. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's up here. Yeah. <laughs> Um, wow. So Kevin whips out his shotgun and he yes. just goes into like a wolf rage, like a fox rage. He's like, ah! And blows out yeah, several heads of zombies. Okay, Gage, you're up. Um, okay, so let's see. I've got a cube following me. I've got Stuart's head. Um, okay, coming into the room, do I notice anything particular that might need to be noticed? Uh, you notice that the Lear pile is now gone into the like hole where you guys have to go eventually. Lovely. Um, 
All right, so I'm going to walk over and hand Stuart's head to Clarence. <laughs> Stuart. You can wear him. I, like, walk over to you and hand you the head and say, Sorry, buddy. And I pat him on the shoulder. He'll, he'll come back together eventually. Um, so now I'm going to walk over to that pit, and I'm going to pull out my plasma grenade and drop it into the pit. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. So, you know what? Times like this call for a celebration. <laughs> so I'm just gonna drop the plasma grenade. Does it say how big the range of the plasma grenade is? Well, let me see, because I actually don't. I need to reread that real quick, because uh, I can see what you're about to do. <laughs> it says 10, 10 feet. Okay. Is that outside? Am I outside of the blast radius? <laughs> just barely. <laughs> so I'm gonna take my plasma grenade and just chuck it into the pit. Okay. Can Oda Joy just start playing out of nowhere? <laughs> so, Lear's pretty much evaporated. Um, there's a few, like, bandages laying around. And there's also uh, the his sword, his left, but it's, like, all damaged now because he plasma grenaded it. Yeah, well, oh, we should take it. Losses are losses. Since I beat the Lear twice, can I get the yeah. Because you want Clarence can it. definitely carry the sword and wield it because you know. It'll probably kill me, so yeah, you can totally have it. This is each blade is about as big as Clarence's. <laughs> yeah, I can definitely can wield it. You that. need an, at least eighteen strength. When I'm in giant mode, don't I get more strength? You do. Cool. I know what I'm gonna do. Okay. And actually you could probably I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I have a portal thing. Yeah, hold it, it while you're in your ninja mode, and then turn ninja mode off, and have it take it into your portal with the ninja mode. Yes. Are you gonna do that? Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Wedge jumps over to the sword. Uh, Copybot goes into no, uh, another vent. Oh, I hate that guy. Oh yeah, right. and uh, the zombie that's coming towards uh, right. affectionate Lee, he looks a little bit like haggard, and then he like moves really fast and grabs the zombie by the head, lifts it up, and... Well, okay, so he crushes its head, and, like, you see energy pulse down his, like, body Sick. as, like, the, the pieces of it fall into the ground. He's like, I'm feeling better already! He starts doing, like, kind of runner stretches, <laughs> like, with his legs and stuff. And then he does a handstand and does a couple push-ups. We're all about to be horribly off class here, aren't we? Oh, yeah. Biggs is like, uh, we found some recovery chambers. You should come over here. I don't know what that is, but that sounds fun. And so he goes, and he goes into the recovery chamber. You guys notice that he looks pretty haggard, though. Well, that one's busted, though, didn't you say? So you can get yeah. a further one? Yeah. Okay, um, as he comes through, he's like, the cubes, one of the cubes tries to shoot him with a laser, and so he's just like, <laughs> and blows all three of the cubes up real quick. Nice. And then uh, Biggs gets him set up in this chamber. Um, so he looks the same as he did. You'll remember uh, that this is information that Wedge and Biggs would know. Is He looks almost the same as he did like the last time you saw him fight, so in the videos. But his, there's something off about him now, like... His cheeks are like withered, like you can tell like life has been sucked out of him for these last ten years. And so it looks like he'll he'll probably need some time to recuperate. Mm. Can I go and join him since I got hurt so bad? 
Yeah, you, you'll <laughs> heal a lot faster than me will. Um, Biggs is like, hey guys, I'm gonna stay behind and guard Lee. Did you guys want to examine the refrigerator room? Which one? Where this one? Was? This one? Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah, I did want to go to this one. Roll d20. Uh, okay, so Kevin notices in the fridge that there's several, uh, like, uh, kind of what looks like a blood pack. Mm. Mm. Um, I'm going to look too. Okay, roll. You notice that there's some vents on the, f- the floor when you examine the papers and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a language you don't recognize. Um, Can I ask Wade if he recognizes the language? Sure. Okay. Uh, so, do you recognize this? What? So you pull me out so you can, like, make me do your dirty work? Do I look like a piece of garbage to you? No, I'm a $10 million sword. <laughs> you were $10 million? What's a dollar? <laughs> Never mind, you infant. <laughs> what do you want? Do you know what it is or not? Yeah, it's obviously paperwork. Those are called equations. What kind of Neanderthal are you? At that point, you just see Gage have like a moment of sucking in his pride to not yell at this inanimate object. Just like he's literally taking all of his strength to not yell at this thing. He's like, what I'm asking is, what does it mean? I I haven't learned enough of this. These equations, put me closer. Okay. They look like they have something to do with a technology that harnesses the brain power or something. Uh, you oh, don't even know. Like, Kevin, don't taunt the sword. The sword's helping. Okay, so what are you guys, are you going to take any of the blood? Uh, yeah, I'll take a couple. Um, what's Wedge going over there? Who's going over there? Wedge isn't over there right now. Okay. Clarence is hanging. So, Wedge is hanging so it's just you two? Kind of yeah. Okay, so as far as you guys know, like when you look at it, it just looks like packs full of blood. Okay. So you're going to just take packs full of blood? Do we, I okay. I'm just gonna send the blood. Do we need a blood transfusion? What'd you what? say, Kevin? What? What? You ever had blood stew? What? Oh god! <laughs> oh god! Is that the wolf side of you coming out? Cage, what are you talking about? We found packs of blood. Is it fresh? Because there's no way that's fresh. Um, are they fresh? I'm assuming they are. Yeah. The there's a tiny bit of water. twenty. This piques your interest. Do you want to go look? Yeah, I want to go look. So when you see these things, you know that they're stem packs. They're filled with nano blood. Oh, guys, those are stem packs. They're full of nano blood. What does that mean? It'll, it'll heal you. Oh, it'll heal you. Oh, that's oh, sick. Oh, they've got nanobots okay. in them? Mm-hmm. So, does it give everybody permanent regen? No. Uh, Everyone roll a d6 and we'll see, or whoever's there, how uh, many you get. Oh, so, Okay, so these are large stem packs, and they do 3d6 re-roll ones. Whoa. Gosh, so how many did I get? I got four. That's a six roll. Um, six. Um, so where are you guys going now? Stuart, uh, Clarence and Stuart, did you guys continue examining further down or anything? Uh, like where? Like down here? Mm-hmm. This, this way? Oh, this way? There's like the more ways and stuff this way. I mean, the, the zombies the zombie. can't get through. They're, they're blocking that hall, though. Okay, can I use my ability to look at things? You can use your eyes. That, you that can also works. Okay. How's Stuart doing? I think he can. I'll just say Stuart's back where you left him. He's yeah, in, no, he's with me. He's in pieces still. Like, he was banged up. So he'll take time to, like. I am going to back away slowly. 
Um, I found problems that I don't feel comfortable help doing a lot. Define problems. There's way too many clarifications of problems today. A few zombies. Okay, so not a problem, just a minor inconvenience. (laughs) Okay, so did you want to use your, like, uh, mind ability or whatever? Oh, uh, yeah, I guess while I was here. Maybe I'll run run back in here and use a search down the corridor. Which uh, way? Spot. Past them? Yeah. Okay. Dang. Perfect 20, though. Okay. I have found the Enterprise Bridge. Okay. Okay. Yeah, sure. Why not? There's a nice garden. A thing? I said pumpkins. I, I don't know. Um, A chair? A few zombies? A chair? There's chairs. Okay. So you guys gonna go meet him, or what are you doing? Yeah, I'm gonna join Clarence. That's the plan. Whoa, where are we exactly? So Biggs and Lee are. Oh good gosh, for hanging out. Man, I I went a little nuts. Sorry, not sorry. No, well done. Okay, so what are you guys doing? Are you gonna kill these zombies or what? Yeah. Yes, kill zombies. Okay, so everyone. Who's attacking? Just roll attack. Um, let's see. Kevin Wolfkin hits one zombie. Uh, one bullet because it hits so hard, goes straight through one's head into the other. Because they are in a line. Uh, Did you say? If you do enough damage, um, it was like wedge line. swings, and he does not hit the zombie. Jeez. But you can hit three times in a row. Oh, that's true. And oh. Uh, Gage does hit one zombie, so roll damage, Gage. Oh, that's magic. Looks like I hit twice. And you hit two zombies. So everyone runs in the room to try and kill the zombies, and before they can, Kevin whips out his pistol real quick and shoots one right in the face. It goes through and hits all three. Nice. Boop, boop, boop. And at the same time, like, uh, Wedge has jumped, like, so fast, he comes down and, like, smashes the, the rest of it into the ground, and then Gage pops the head off of the one, like, one that got shot and its head, like, rolls away. Clarence nice. just stands just like, you guys done yet? Uh-huh. That's exactly what Clarence does. Okay, so you guys can't, well, only Clarence can see inside of this room. This is a closed door right here. I want in. What are you, how are you going to get in? What is? What does the lock look like? It's like some kind of technical device. Okay, go what? ahead and just dust shift the door and just dissolve it. Oh, you can make a key out of death. Yeah. You also have somebody who's been here before. I do. Who's been here? You don't know who's been here before? Come on, guys. Wait. Yes. Oh, <laughs> I didn't think about the sword. He's kind of annoying me at this point. I pull the sword out again. <laughs> All right. Q and A time again. Great. What do I get out of this? No. Oiling something later. Oiling. And possibly not rusting. <laughs> Don't, don't rest. Don't listen to that one. Please. Oh, you will rest. Where are you? What the heck is happening outside? We got these. Um, this kid looks like he hasn't eaten in ten years. It, this guy's pretty cool. <laughs> we got this weirdo, and now we got a dog. We yeah, need a pet. Does, um, he, does hey, he play fetch? How do we? I take offense to that. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> I can tell. Okay, go on. <laughs> Door. Do you, do you know anything about this? Oh yeah, just hold me near it. Okay, so you hold him near, you hear and then the door goes and opens up. Okay, what happens if I step into this room? Uh, you step into a room. <laughs> Wait. What? I'm not playing right now. 
Is something going to explode? Am I going to get disintegrated? What do you guys think this place is? We don't know. What is this place? It's a bunker. For what? To survive the end of the world, which apparently didn't work out for these guys too well. (laughs) (laughs) No, not very. All right, well, I'm going to go ahead and explore the room then. Okay, so you probably have no technology skills. So <laughs> you see a bunch of like weird consoles and things. It looks like an alien womb to you. Oh gosh. I'm just gonna start pressing buttons. Uh, don't. No. Hey, maybe um, maybe somebody hey, with IQ hey, higher Gage. than seven should Gage. be in here. Gage. Anybody? Gage. Can anybody hear me? Wedge overheard some of this through Neuralink and he's locking in. Would you really be able to beat up much stuff if you just? Oh good. Two men sitting on top of each other. <laughs> cool. Uh, are you gonna pull him out? It's yeah. like a one one manner. Yeah. All right. This, this is my turn, buddy. <laughs> okay. So you go inside and you notice it is a uh, like a surveillance. There's like different kind of controls in here. Uh, if you roll a perception, I'll give you some info depending on what you roll. Ten. Okay. So. You do notice that the you can see through the um, the cameras. Awesome. So you can flip through the different cameras. Cool. What do I see when I flip through? Okay. Flip, 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 flip. Well, considering from what I can tell, there's only one camera in the entire base, and it's pointing directly at you. You can see yourself. Yeah, you also see uh, you see a few locked rooms, and inside of them are zombie hordes. Good. You see uh, this garden, and it seems to be like thriving. Other than there's some zombies in there. Huh. Okay, so when you flip to another channel, you see the floor below this one. Oh, sweet. How do I know it's the floor below? Because the number changed oh, to B- <laughs> B2. Because it has So, <laughs> What do I see? What you see is a similar um, like entrance, like how you guys got into this floor. You mean like a giant hole in the ground? Yeah. Um, you also see like a very large sort of containment room and there's all kinds of, uh, like it's pretty dark in there. You see some like sort of robot things moving about that vaguely look like insects. Oh crap. And a lot of dead bodies. Um, you also see, uh, there's no zombies on this floor that you notice and there's some containers that look like they have a radioactive symbol on them. Yeah, that's pretty much all you see. Hello players, it's Paul Purnell, the creative director of the RPG Empire and the keeper of Dust World RPG, as well as I play Lucas in Strangers in the Pines. I'm just here to let you know that we have just released a free one-page RPG called The Christmas Special. It's a game about playing Christmas movies, essentially. So if you love Christmas movies, you love The Grinch, you don't love Christmas, you can blast it. It's kind of up to you and the keeper whoever's running the game the dm so it's really simple you print it out you and your friends and you can create mayhem for christmas or you can save it it's up to you but we just released it so if you're interested in getting that just head on over to our website and click the download link so 
that's all for now. I hope you are enjoying the show and we'll get on with it. So back to the show, play on. Back to the show. Okay, can I look down around? Yeah, where are you trying to look? What's down here? Uh, it looks like it makes sense. Yeah, it's just junk. So that's a locked hallway. I could probably get you in. You probably could. Uh-huh. All right, Wayne. This, this, this war. Uh, no, Clarence, you have to ask me to pull out Wade because at this point I am not willing to take the dumb story out. Gage, would you please be a pal? Wade, buddy. This is getting old, guys. Well, how about this? If you're nice, I won't put you back in the sheath. Hey, you look really cool. Could you be my master instead? If uh, I was, if you could see my face, I'm smiling now. I'm gonna have to think about that. <laughs> it's a no. How do we open the door? Take me into the control room. Nobody knows how to use buttons. What are you guys? We're, we're, we're well, punch stuff. Well, it's kind of our punch job. Stuff. Okay. <laughs> it's a one. It's a one man room. So. Uh, What'd you say, Kevin? All right. I said, just throwing it out there, you little mouthy bastard. When no one's been inside this building in over a thousand years, you really think any of us are going to know how to work work any of this? Yeah, I mean, I figured you guys all have the least basic education, but I guess I was wrong. Uh, Wade goes, yeah, hit that button right there. Which one? There's like 50 of them. It's like the 17th from the top. 34 to the left. Okay, I can only count to 10. So where are we going from here? Can we get a smarter? Clarence wow, does it. Because can Clarence we get can a count. smarter person in here, please? Clarence can count. This is what I'm talking about. Clarence can count. There's nobody in your group that has a higher IQ than this guy. Really? Like, can I get into this room now? I press the button. Yes. Okay. Okay, so the door opens. There's a slight hum in the room. Do I go with Clarence or is it one person only? You guys can all go in. Okay. Join me. To the hallway or to the room itself? In the room. Okay. I mean, right. if you want to. Um, so the door closes have... behind you. Oh, good. We're all trapped. <laughs> <laughs> Wade's like, this will be fun. Wait, what, what do you mean by that? It's too late. Uh, Gosh darn it. Everything flashes to white. And what you Gosh, see yeah. is... Uh, We've done this though. Yeah, you see a laboratory, and in this laboratory, um, you see a fairly muscular black guy. He's like, why are you always giving him a face all the time, man? And you hear Wedge's voice, and he's like, I'm not. You just take things too hard. Well, sometimes you just got to take what's in front of you before somebody else takes it, man. Man, you need to calm down and chill out. I don't know what you're talking about right now. Uh, and then you see the guy's like arm like transforms into a cannon, and he's like, check out this baby. Where'd you get that? I mean, I saw it laying around here or there, put it together, what do you think? No, no, where'd you get that? <laughs> he shoots and like a hole blows open in the wall. Good. You hear uh, an old man go, what the hell are you guys doing in there? He comes in. There's a guy in a lab like suit, lab coat, uh, with a long white beard and white hair, some like little spectacles. He's got like rubber gloves on and stuff like he's been working and there's like kind of singes. And uh, he's like, what are you guys doing? And he looks at Wedge. Also Wedge, uh, you guys can't see Wedge, um, but you notice that the, the black guy only has like a few robotic parts. Mm. So he's like cyborg. Yeah. Um, so what do you say, Wedge? 
Say, I didn't do anything, Dr. Light. He's got some crazy thing going on. I don't know what's going on. Like, he's got this crazy arm. I don't know where he got it. He's oh like, my God. My real gun? Why are you wearing my real gun? What happened to your freaking arm? And uh, the black guy's like, hey, baby, sometimes you just got to make an improvement. He's like, oh, my God. Why did I adopt you? He's like, listen, I'm taking this here gun and I'm going on the road. You guys get in my way. I'm going to put you down. <sighs> Dr. Light pulls out a little like device and he hits a button and then the arm like goes. Phoop. He's like, now that ain't cool at all. Oh, that was awesome. And uh, what does Wedge do? Wedge says, that was awesome. And then he tackles um, uh, the guy. Okay. You see him scuffling for a minute. Uh, they start rolling and, and kind of basically brawling. Uh, they're, they're both pretty equally matched. Um, and then uh, Dr. Light's like, guys, don't go near that. And they start punching and kicking and fighting and they hit this thing that's sort of Tesla coil-like and it goes off and explodes the whole laboratory. Mm. Um, by the time the smoke clears, Wedge is getting up and, uh, <laughs> and you see Dr. Light is on the ground and he's like singed, um, but he looks okay. And then you notice like, uh, like a blood trail has gone off mm. and <laughs> you find the, the left arm of, uh, of Barrett Love on the ground. And, um, and so that's the last thing you see. Suddenly we fast forward uh, and you see Barrett is in this dark room and Wedge is, is confronting him. Uh, some time has passed. Barrett is now like almost all machine. And, uh, and he's like, listen, why do you keep following me? I told you, we're done, we're through. No, man, you need to calm down. You need to get your life back together. You need to give up this crazy obsession you have. And you need to come back home. Listen, it ain't gonna happen. You got two choices. Either my boys, they're gonna break your legs, or you walk out of here. I'll break all your boys. Okay, so what happens is, like, his guys start coming after Wedge. Uh, there's a few of them that are, like, like small mech size. And Wedge flips into uh, Titan mode. And you can tell this is the first time he did it because he's really awkward. Yeah. And he's kind of, like, walking funny. Yeah. Um, and this room has some like mirrored surfaces so you can see Wedge like looking at himself and he's like, oh dang, I look tight. <laughs> uh, and, and then all of a sudden Wedge shoots forward and you see like one of his rocket arm like moves go on and he blasts right through one of these mech dudes and he falls like in half. Nice. And, um, and Barrett's like, dang, you got moves now, boy. And his arm reverts into uh, the railgun and he points it at Wedge and he blasts and Wedge gets hit by it and flies out through the wall. And then that's the end of that scene. Um, then we flash to white and when we come up, we go to... Wait a minute, is this something that goes through our memories and like pretty much just displays everything? Mm -hmm. So um, Clarence, like we start seeing uh, like the inside of a tent. You hear some like uh, some arguing and then you see like uh, like running out of the tent. It kind of like skips through the memory in various ways, and finally you see from Clarence's perspective finding like a couple of these sort of wayward kids, and he follows them to this little hideout and stuff. Um, hey, hey, guy! And Clarence's voice sounds like much more optimistic and less 
dead and flat than it usually does. Like, mm-hmm. almost like he's an actual little kid. Instead. I mean, he still looks weird as heck. But um, he's like, mm-hmm. he's just like hi, hi, guys. Uh, uh, where are we going? We're going on an adventure. And the other kid's like, look, and he's like, what's wrong with you? You look weird. Where, uh, where did this guy come from? I don't know. I, I were just like you, just a regular kid. Uh, uh, totally normal. Cool. Very, very, very normal. Okay, well, could you shut up, normal kid? Uh-huh. We're, we're trying to plan a heist here. I, I know how to do heists. Okay. Well, maybe I don't. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so we, we flash through various memories, and you see, like, different times where they convince Clarence to do things that he shouldn't, um, like steal and, and different things like that. And then finally, one time... Um, they are all cornered by... They're in a shack, and there's these bear wolves, yeah. which are exactly what you imagine. Um, <laughs> uh, probably Relatives of Kevin. Like, their little shack is surrounded, and so... And like, this little house that they ducked into to get away from them, and they're all like, oh my gosh, what do, we, what do we do? Oh my gosh, I don't know. Hey, what if we use that one as bait? I mean, when we run anyway, he's slow, right? So yeah. he'll just... He'll just be the, you know, the the one, the, the straggler, you know, just like like on the Discovery Channel. Clarence, like, but but we're friends, aren't we? Aren't we? Sure, yeah. You know what friends do right now is they uh, they let us tie them up, right? Okay. Yes. Cool. I think. Great. You're such a good friend, buddy. And so the whole group ties him up, and they're like, "Okay, so we just need you to just to hang out right here, and we'll be right back, okay?" And they open the front door and go out the side doors. What happens next? Uh, bear the, wolves. The bear wolves come in, growling, and you just see this like look of crushed disappointment on Clarence's face, and he just telekinetically like takes the ropes off and flings the walls into the wall. It's like, and so you see him going back to this tent and there's this fat guy who looks like he's like a ringleader at a circus, you know? And it's just like, he's drunk as a skunk and you see Clarence sneaking around. And then the guy says, you came back, huh? It's been a week. The, other, the outside people, did they treat you nice? Not particularly. <clears throat> I didn't think so. Mm-hmm. It's probably because you were no use to them, right? Without your power, you're nothing, boy. You're only how useful you are. Now give me something to drink. That's all anyone is, isn't there? Just how useful they are. Exactly. Now you're learning. How many years did it take you? Okay. (laughs) And then it flashes, and we flash back, and we see uh, Gage, and he's training and he's meditating and he's with uh, with Sierra and they're talking about their parents' death. And so she's like, I really feel like something happened. Like, I don't remember exactly, but it's it, it doesn't line up. Like, dad was a great fighter. How could a couple of bandits kill dad? Like, this doesn't make any sense. Sierra, we've been over this a hundred times. It doesn't make any sense, but if we keep dwelling on it, it's just going to be our focus. We need to focus on getting strong enough. We I'm going to get strong like enough. Them. I'm going to get strong enough, and I'm going to find out what happened. And then I'm going to make whoever was a part of this pay. Probably already long dead, but... They will you, be. You know I've got your back. Good. 
you see uh, Sierra doing her Schwartz katas, like multiplying. Schwartz. Yeah, Schwartz. Schwartz. Yeah. Uh, she she holds her sword in a certain way. It gleams. It flashes. Suddenly, there's two of her standing on either side of her. They all slice at the same time, and it creates a wave of energy that cuts through the the things that are standing as their targets. She's like, now you do it. <laughs> Gage so picks up his Gage, one yeah. sword. He tries to do like finesse and he just can't seem to get it. <laughs> he, he does it for a second. You sort of, there seems like there could be somebody next to him and then nothing. And then he swings his sword and a little tiny blade comes out. <laughs> and it manages to cut like just the, the one rope around the like log and the one like little rope falls off. And she's like, not bad for your first try. Not bad. Okay. Then we flash to Kevin. We see uh, like flashes of his hunting ability. He's uh, lighting up his prey through his scope. Bam! Right in the face. The the centipede giraffe hits the ground. What? Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, several awesome. several of his uh, his friends, like his uh, tribe gather around and they're like man you're such a good shot kevin like it's it's incredible you really you really should just do something better than hunting what does kevin say what is there that's better than hunting which is providing for our people the the chieftain walks up and he's like son you you really make us proud and uh and then we flash to the moment kevin returns to his uh his village we see the village laid waste. Uh, some of the teepees and the, the different huts that they had built are on fire or totally knocked over. There's still a few Zazzle bugs like flying through the air and Kevin immediately notices them and thinks that it's weird. Um, as he goes through the camp, he finds his, uh, his brother and sister and their family have been killed. Um, but one of his nieces is is missing. He doesn't find their body. Um, he looks through and there's several people missing and he starts to notice a pattern. Like they're all people that had some sort of special gift. Their their intelligence was was higher or they they showed latent signs of psi abilities. As he finishes going through the village, he comes to the chief's house and when he goes inside, he finds that there's a secret passage. He goes through the secret passage and it enters into uh, a strange high-tech but really old bunker similar to the one we're in right now. And when he goes through into it, he notices that there's uh, there's a piece of something missing out of this uh, that looked like an egg sort of case, but the case was open and whatever was inside is gone. Do you want to say anything, Kevin? I'll find them. Slowly, the uh, the white is fading, and you start to come back into focus in this room where you see each other again. I'm gonna pull my gun and point it at all of them. Don't you say fucking anything. I'm of the same mind. Did we just get roofied by a room? (laughs) Wade's like. Wow, you guys are all really messed up. <laughs> and the world looks super jacked. Yeah. Just gonna look at the room. So, uh, does anyone want to ask why this happens? Wait. Oh, you guys don't know why this happened? No, wait, explain. 
Because you're in a memory viewer. A memory viewer? Yeah, it helps you find those memories that that help define you. Well, we, let's not do that again. We use it no. as a tool to uh, to figure out how to treat people's psychosis. Psychosis? Yeah, you know, mental disorders. You guys are right with them. Well, where's yours? <laughs> oh, I didn't get programmed a mental disorder, so I guess I'm just normal, not as awesome as you guys. You're not planning on trying to fix our mental disorders, are you? Do I look like I fix mental disorders? I usually fix them by cleaving the head off of the body. Oh, okay. So he fixes them the same way we fix our problems. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll get along after all. Ah, uh, well, okay, so if this is the memory room, what other rooms are left? Um, what do you mean? Well, what else is here? We're, we're obviously new. Give us a tour. What else? Is there any other important rooms? Hmm. Well, there's the mess hall. There's the garden. There's a whole lot of zombies. Garden? Where, where do these zombies even come from? Wait. And also, where do these cube things come from? You don't know the cubes? No. Did you guys bring them? That's no. interesting. No. We did not bring the cubes that shoot us in the butt every five seconds. <laughs> and here I was thinking this building, this was this building's actual defenses. Is there any chance that I recognize the cubes? Roll d20? I rolled a 20. You rolled a 20, yes. Ooh. So you recognize the technology is exactly like uh, Dr. Light's technology. Ah. And you've also seen something similar but on a much smaller scale uh, with Barrett Love. Okay. Do you share this information with the class? Yeah, all right. This is Barrett's technology. I'm Barrett. not a big fan of Barrett then. Lovely. Why, why didn't you tell him sooner? Barrett's my brother. Thank you for listening to the show. We also have a free gift we'd love to give you over on our Patreon page, A Monster of the Week Mystery. And if you need more gaming in your life, just check out all of the things that we have available on our Patreon you can get there at therpgempire.com. Thanks for listening again, and remember, play on. This episode was edited by Liam 